If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You guys, it's Rick Tittle. Alrighty then, thank you for that, and welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports. I'm your humble host, Rick Tittle, coming to you from downtown San Francisco, California, which was not even on the blip of our consciousness 250 years ago as a nation. And I bring that up today because it is the 250th anniversary of the Boston Massacre. Shout out Crispus Attucks, former slave who became a free man and who bled for us and died when you think about the uh, the Boston massacre and uh, what it meant for this country and just for me honestly it would have been the stamp act when I turned and uh, what is he talking about just stick with me <laughs> I I'm pretty sure I would have been a loyalist because when you look at Sam Adams, Sam Adams was a terrorist. He was. He would pull people out of their house, set their house on fire, tar and feather them. Uh, We call him a freedom fighter. But honestly, Sam Adams was a terrorist. And I probably would have been against all that stuff. But then when the Stamp Act came, which was basically anything you do in your whole life, you have to get a stamp on it and it's going to be taxed. You went to the bathroom. Yeah, you got to pay tax on that. Then I would have switched, I think. But anyway, the regard, widely regarded as the first person col- killed and basically the first person killed in our War of Independence, Christmas Addicts and others there in uh, Boston, Massachusetts, um, shout out as Americans 250 years. Today on the show, uh, Adam Ray, the comedian. We're going to have uh, Eric Roberts, the actor. We're going to have... Coming up on the other side, Jimmy Dykes, talk a little hoop. And we're also going to be having two men who are in a buddy film called The Climb, and they'll be in studio. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
Hey, I heard you need some work done on your house. Here's somebody I like. Oh, thanks. Wait, what are you doing? I am verifying your recommendation on Angie's list. My word's not enough? I just like to get hundreds of second opinions. Finding a qualified person is easy. Just check Angie's list. After all, we have info on more pros than just about anybody. Say you heard about a good electrician. We have reviews on them and thousands more, plus ratings, photos, even special offers. Find exactly what you're looking for at Angie'sList.com. You're in charge of hiring, and Indeed has solutions, like online skills tests, which let a candidate show that they're the right hire. Indeed will also give you the sticky frog, which will suddenly leap and stick to the face of the perfect hire. Okay, there's no sticky frog. But skills tests, that's a for sure. See why independent research by Silk Road shows Indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site. Visit Indeed.com slash promo today and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you in San Francisco, but around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's great to welcome to the show ESPN's Jimmy Dykes. He has a new book from Triumph Books uh, called The Film Doesn't Lie, Evaluating Your Life One Play at a Time. And, um, Jimmy, thanks for being on the show. For people who don't know, you 
you were a Razorback back in the day. Now, were you part of 40 Minutes of Hell? Were you under the Sutton regime? When were you there? Yeah, I was in the Sutton regime with uh, Joe Klein and Daryl Walker and Alvin Robertson back in the back in the 80s. And then uh, after Coach Sutton left for Kentucky, I coached with him at Kentucky and Oklahoma State, and I scouted in the NBA. And then 25 years later, I'm still working for ESPN. So I've been all all over the place with college basketball in my career and uh really appreciate you having me on it's a great time of the year for college basketball fans and i live here in arkansas right now and uh spend a lot of my time in the sec heading to the sec tournament next week so it's a great time man thank you for having me yeah well when the calendar turns to march we know it's really start time to ramp it up conference tournaments and of course of course march madness do you have just i just want like a, a little blurb your your time up the road here you spent some time at Sac State, right? Yeah, I sure did. That was my first full-time job out of college. I was a graduate assistant coach for Eddie Sutton after I played at Arkansas and then went to Sacramento State for one year. And uh, uh, We were Division Two at that time. We were getting ready to transition to Division One just a couple years later. Then went to Appalachian State in North Carolina as an assistant and then to Kentucky as an assistant coach and then Oklahoma State. So... But I, uh, I love that part of the country. My uh, nephew lives out there, works for the San Francisco Giants, and that's a – well, you guys live in a good area. I'm, I'm, I'm a little jealous of you sometimes. I look at the weather in Arkansas compared to what's going on out there. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the book because this book just isn't X's and O's. It's about what, – what the thing I like is it, you stress making changes in your life, and it's like from people who think, look, it's too late for me to get on the straight and narrow. I'm a lost cause, and, and you're saying uh, au contraire, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I take the, the analogy because we put so much value in watching a game film as a coach with our players, and – I mean, it's all right there. The good and the bad is on that game film. That's where you really learn and evaluate, and that's where change occurs. So I'm taking the viewers through that process in this book and then challenging them to stop and reflect and create space intentionally in their heart and their minds to think about changes they need, that they need to make, different topics that I talk about. But thankfully, we serve a God who is never, never too late, man. He's never too late to make changes and and uh, straighten our path, however you want to look at it. So you know, I have a lot of interesting stories in there from conversations with Mike Krzyzewski at Duke and Roy Williams at North Carolina, Gus Malzahn, the head football coach at Auburn, mm-hmm. and Mark Few out there at Gonzaga that mm-hmm. kind of set the stage from a sports side of what we're talking about, and I transition into what does that mean for us in our, just our day-to-day lives. So it was a very challenging book as I wrote it, just to my own heart, my own reflection, my own thoughts. I think we'll do the same thing for readers. Got more questions for Jimmy Dykes. His book, The Film Doesn't Lie, is out now. Is I know sometimes religion or just this type of thing can be a hard sell. It's a very easy thing for people to take shots at. And you look at you know Tim Tebow and people pointed at him and laugh. And we're not a godless country, but you know the amount of people who go to church or temple or mass or what have you the the numbers uh, are down. So when you say, listen, I'm not an evangelist. I'm just trying to help people here, right? Absolutely. I'm just a, I'm just a common, everyday guy that has been blessed with you know, a, a pretty neat platform as I work for ESPN and travel the country 
all that I've gotten to see and do. Um, but it's a, it's, you know, this is a book about just pausing by yourself and reflecting on where I am and how do I fit in with all this stuff going on around me and all the stuff coming at me. And I think there's a real need for, for that from just a, a, a normal guy like me that struggles with the same issues as everybody else out there to at least stop and, and uh, reflect on it and look for a changed heart. So uh, that, 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 that's, that's who I am. That's who I've always been. I don't, I don't hide behind my faith at all. I think it's important to put it out there and, and let people chew on it and digest it however they want to. I do know it's a really easy read. Like I've already gotten the feedback from a, a ton of college football and basketball coaches already have gotten the book. And it's a very easy read because it, I, I wrote it. I don't use big words. Uh, <laughs> it's an easy read, but it's a challenging at times difficult read to really look at the things that I'm talking about. So, um, you can go to my website, coachjimmydykes.com. I'm giving away a free trip to the Final Four in Atlanta, the 2020 Final Four, um, just for free. But if you register for the book and buy, or if you buy the book, then you get more entries into that drawing than just someone that doesn't. But uh, I just challenge viewers to go to my website. They can look at that book as well and get a little bit better feel for it. But uh, it speaks to everyday people about everyday stuff is the best way to put it. I know you talk about what you call non-negotiables, and um, there are times when people waver and they'll say, you know, well, maybe for this price I'll give up this or sell this down the river. And, and for you, it's important to take a stand on a few things, right? Yeah, that, that chapter, I think, is titled, Are Your, are your uh, Non-Negotiables Negotiable? Because if it's a non-negotiable, then it's not, it shouldn't be negotiable. And we all should have some of those things in our lives that, we know we're going to stay between these two lines in this area, whatever that area is to you. And I, you know, as I wrote that chapter, I started thinking about what are the non-negotiables in my life and how am I really doing? How am I doing as an engaged dad of a teenage daughter right now and the quality time that I spend with her? Uh, and, and, and all of us have, should have multiple things that we say, you know what, this is a non-negotiable with me. And I go through a lot of those in the book. Um, but a non-negotiable is non-negotiable, and it's uh, so. It, those, I just think those are good thoughts, man. Good, good things to to get in there and read and and challenge yourself and have room for self-growth. And uh, you know, we serve a, a, a an authentic God that wants to know us better than we even realize He wants to know us. I know we can bring change into our life, into our heart, uh, and this book will point readers right in that direction. Last question for you. You know, you think about today's athlete and coaching them up, the 17, 18-year-old, what have you. And, and when I was playing college sports in, in the 80s, you know, we, we did what we told her. We got slapped, basically. I'm not saying that was the right way, but I actually had a conversation a few years ago with Bob Stoops when he was at Oklahoma about social media and don't press send and, and the ways that the, it's, it's just a different generation. And we've seen in baseball, you know, Aaron Boone, uh, brought in because Joe Girardi doesn't understand Snapchat, or I don't know what's going on. What? How do you change your way of coaching to the athlete today, or is it really not as big a change as we might think? No, it's a huge change. There, you, that is a relationship number one job description for a coach these days is to 
meet those student athletes on their level where they are. They have so much stuff coming at them, just like we do as working people, dad, mom, whatever. They have same stuff coming at them every day. You've got to get you got to get into their heart. You got to get into where they live. You got to get in to speak their language. And once you do that, then man, that love and trust is almost un- unbreakable when a coach and a player connect like that. But it takes work. It takes intentionality. It takes time and purpose, planning your day to do it. And my book talks about those same things with us. Just when we wake up, what's our plan? Like, are we just driven and tossed by the wind, or do we have, you know, specifics that we're going to try to adhere to every day? But that relationship with coaches and players now has completely changed. I'm, I'm with you. I played for Eddie Sutton, who's you know, a Hall of Fame coach, but it was there was one voice. It was never questioned, and there was a, there was a lot of hard, tough love thrown at us, and we just accepted it, and that, and that's how it was. And, and I love playing for coach, but now, man, it's a it's a relationship driven. Uh, they have to know you love them, and you have to show them that time and time and time again uh, with with a firm hand, with a loving hand. And the best coaches right now are doing that. Very interesting. By the way, great reviews for the book so far. I like this quote from Rick Barnes. He says, Jimmy masterfully communicates the importance of evaluating where you are in crucial areas of your life. We've been speaking with Jimmy Dykes from ESPN. The film doesn't lie. Evaluating your life one play at a time. A new book out now from Triumph Books. Go to triumphbooks.com and check it out and wherever books are sold. Jimmy, congratulations on the uh, the effort, and uh, let's catch up on your next one, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. Well, come on back on Byron. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain, they know what you're going through. This has to stop. 
I-I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. We're just getting started. We got a really big shoe today. The size 19, Shaquille O'Neal. Coming up in the next segment, Eric Roberts. David Letterman always said, Eric Roberts, he's a little bit nuts. We'll see about that. Um, if you've been watching spring training, I was just talking about this with uh, Dominic. There have been some players who've been mic'd up, like you heard uh, Anthony Rizzo say, somebody bang for me. <laughs> well, Pete Alonzo, the young slugger for the Mets, he was uh, mic'd up yesterday in a game down in Port St. Lucie against the Cards. And in the first inning, he showed off his uh, broadcasting uh, chops. He did a breakdown of Mets catcher Rene Rivera's pickoff of the Cardinals' Tommy Edmond at second. And he also did an evaluation of a full at-bat, which resulted in a RBI single to give the Mets the first run of the game. And he said... I looked really stupid swinging at that first slider. Now, Alonzo went to first base, shared a tidbit about his dog's name, and uh, the uh, apparently his name is Brody, like Brody Van Wagenen. And Alonzo and his uh, fiance, who's a Patriots fan, they adopted the dog, and she wanted to name it Brady. After, of course, Tom Brady. But then they went for Brody. And uh, so, uh, mic'd up. Couple of slip-ups. 
dropped one F-bomb. And Alonzo is obviously not the first one to wear it. I said Rizzo. Chris Bryant was wearing one uh, as well. And uh, Alonzo talked about it with reporters after the game. He said, I think it's fun to actually share kind of like live almost the stream of consciousness type of deal going on. It's interesting for sure. I had a good time. The guys up in the booth were great. I think they had a fun time as well. Well, remember, Alonzo won the home run derby last year, and um, he said that if you mic me up um, during the the All-Star game and the home run derby, he says that you can actually do it to me during games in the regular season if you want. And uh, he thinks that technology will help grow the game. Well, we would all love it. I think we all know the show Miked Up in the NFL, which is after the fact. I mean, that's much better than having a coach running off the field and then a reporter going, Coach, what went wrong the first half? Uh, We couldn't get any run game going. What are you going to do in the second half? We're going to try and get the run game going. Okay, thanks, Coach. Or the the thing that always makes me laugh, and I I don't know who watches it because I can't, but it's those – NFL shows on CBS or Fox where there's like five people, Bill Cowher, Terry Bradshaw, Kurt Menefee, Howie Long, Jimmy Johnson, and they they come back, all right, we have a 35-minute segment with six guys. Coach, go ahead, got to run the ball more. Howie, play defense better, you know. Terry, oh, throw that ball out there. I'd much rather have people mic'd up. That is interesting to me. Because that's the one thing that we don't know. And I use this as an example. We can see if the pitcher left a fat one over the dish. We can see if a guy jumped on it and raked it into left field for a hit. But we don't know what they're saying at first base. When the first baseman's like, blah, 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 blah. And the runner's like... Taking off his batting gloves, going, yeah, but usually they're not even looking at each other. It's just blah, blah, blah. Then the guy gets his lead. The first baseman gets into a crouch, getting ready for the throw over, and the first baseman's like, blah, 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 blah. And then the runner's like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> what are they saying? Mic them up. Mic them up. Lock her up. Mic them up. Mic them up. Why not? I think that's way more fun. And... Are you talking about, you know, you see that girl in the fifth row? Ha-ha. Well, that's not very 2020. You can't can't notice girls for their looks like that. That wouldn't go over very well, but uh, I think usually what they say is, you know, those super friendly first basemen? Nice hit, man. And the guy's like, oh, thanks. And the guy's like, ah, I got lucky. Texas leaguer. Ah, better be lucky than good, huh? Makes up for that atom ball I hit. Scorched that right on the screws, but went right to the left fielder. Yeah, things equal out, do they? Hold on, I got to get in a stance here. I don't know. I never played in the big leagues. The highest I got was high school baseball. And I didn't have a lot of conversation. Well, I didn't play first base, but when I got a hit, I don't ever remember saying one word to a first baseman. Now, we weren't pros. We weren't in a union together. (laughs) I have the same agent. I knew each other coming up, that type of thing. Now, when I worked for a sports channel, excuse me, which became Prime 
briefly and then Fox Sports. It's now on its fifth iteration. It was then called CSN. Now it's called NBC Sports Bay Area. It's the same company on its fifth name. You think AT&T Parks had a lot of names. <clears throat> They're only on their fourth name. They had the Pack Shack, SBC, AT&T, Oracle. They're in their 20th year, by the way. Four names, 20 years. Hashtag quoted now. But we were doing a Cal baseball game. Cal um, had a longtime coach named Bob Milano. And one of my very good friends played baseball for Bob Milano. He ended up getting drafted by the, uh, the Brewers. And um, got as far as the Cal League. Stockton Ports back then were the Brewers affiliate. Remember, a rookie short season up in Helena. A bunch of people went up. I was working. I wish I had gone. They had a good old time. He hit a home run. Anyway, Bob Milano knew he was mic'd up for this game. And it was live. And he went to the mound, and he was talking to the pitcher. And he goes, you see that runner at second base? Yeah. Forget him. That guy's sitting on a toilet. All right, would you look at a guy sitting on a toilet? No. Well, that's who that guy is. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is gold. This is gold. It's funny, when my friend got married, the coach came to the bachelor party, too. He, like, smoked a cigar for about a half hour, and then he left. It's like, enough of this shenanigans. But anyway, Coach Milano goes out, and some pitcher was getting rocked, and he was kind of sassy, and, oh, did the F-bombs drop like a B-52. Woo! S-bombs, C-bombs, whatever. New bomb, Kirk. Turk. They were all... (laughs) And the great thing is, he had a, you know, an RF pack on his, radio frequency pack on his belt. He knew he had a lav on, a lavalier microphone, crocodile microphone. He knew he was mic'd, and he didn't care. And he went out there and he swore up a storm, even though he knew he was representing the University of California and the Golden Bear Baseball Program. He was going to be himself. I remember in the NHL All-Star game back in the 90s when I was working it for Fox Sports, at least on the technical director side, they decided to mic up the goalies. I remember Marty Turco with the Stars, who I never cared for because he played for the Stars. <clears throat> but he was cracking me up because while they're playing, you know, just self-deprecating humor, and then all of a sudden there was a breakaway, and he goes, hold on, i got to stop this. He stopped the shot. He, like, winged it out to the, uh, you know, past the first line, got it out of his zone. Then he goes, anyway, what was I talking about? <laughs> I thought, that that's awesome. You're being mic'd while you're – now, of course, you can't do it when it really matters, right? Or can you? I mean, we listen, we have shotgun microphones. We have, I mean, going back to the 1940s, we've had microphones that can pick up what you're saying. You know, Nixon, they were wearing, they had listening devices at Watergate and wigs. You ever see that Norm MacDonald Nixon bit? Anyway, Pete Alonso said, you know what? Go ahead. Mic me up. And I'm all for it. On the other side, Eric Roberts. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
You don't have to wait for amazing deals on a new floor. Get spring Black Friday deals right now at Lumber Liquidators Flooring. This week, save up to 35% on gorgeous hardwood and waterproof final floors. Plus, we can arrange for installation by professional independent contractors. And with special financing, you can get started today. These are the floors homes are built on. Lumber Liquidators Flooring. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. What's in store this week at your local Staples? Custom print promotions that will help your business bloom. If you're looking to grow your business, Staples can help by printing custom marketing materials. Select products printed same day when you order by 2 p.m. And now at Staples, get 25% off flyers, brochures, postcards, or direct mail services when you spend $50 or more. Bring your designs to life this spring at Staples, where there's a whole lot more in-store. Ends 4420, C-Store, or staples.com slash March print deals for details. When do broadcasters go too far? Where does hilarity stop and vulgarity begin? I remember how it all began. I used to sing dirty raps to my east side fans back then. I knew you couldn't stop this rap. No MC could rock like that. Then the style came, the bass got deeper. He gave up the mic and bought you a beeper. Don't ask Rick Tittle to bring it, because it already done got brought. All right, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome actor Eric Roberts to the show. And uh, we'll talk about uh, some of the uh, highlights of his career. But he's here to talk about the rocket 
which is a, uh, a new device from Launch Medical using sound wave therapy to help people with uh, ED. Eric, I remember when I was in college, my friend's dad used to always say, I ain't got any lead in my pencil. And then we all kind of laughed. But when you think about it, apparently when you get over the age of 40, it's, uh, it's a prevalent uh, problem, isn't it? Well, good morning. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Apparently, uh, I'm, I'm over 60, and I've yet to have an issue. Not that I'm bragging, but I've yet to have an issue. <laughs> but apparently, what it is, is it's a very mechanical, medicinal thing. You get plaque in your situation that stops the, uh, the uh, blood flow from being fluid. And it, it stops the, uh, the blood flow from, from uh, getting into your appendage and making it where you want it. And, uh, and uh, this is, is, a, is a really cool medical device that works, is drug-free. And, and why I got involved is, is a very dear friend of mine. He's a business partner of mine, John Hoffman. He comes to me. He goes, try this thing. I said, I don't have that problem. He goes, it doesn't matter. Try it anyway. So I tried it once, and I got a little effect from it. And I said, yeah, I got a little effect, John. What about it? He goes, great, huh? I said, yeah, but I don't have an issue, so so I just, you know, blah, blah, blah. He, he goes, tell everybody it works if you believe it works. So um, I tried it again and again, and it always worked. So um, I'm here to say that John's medicinal-free ED remedy works. Well, and that's the thing. If someone's listening, they're like, yeah, I got I got the little blue pill, but those are just temporary and expensive dealios. This is this thing cures you, right? Well, apparently so. I don't I I, I don't have plaque apparently yet, but uh, but it is a thing that everybody will and does get. So uh, so you know um, it's an issue, and this deals with that directly. And uh, the. The only thing that I told John, I said, I will not be a paid spokesman for an ED product. John, I'm sorry. I just can't do it. It embarrasses me. He, John said, John said, well, that's easy remedy. I won't pay you. So, <laughs> so, that's, so that's how I got here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people say, yeah, that's going to be ten grand," And you're like, no, no, no. Affordable, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what's great about this product is it is, I, I think it's like, Five, six, seven hundred bucks. I don't even know the cost of it, but it's less than a thousand bucks, and uh, and it's it's something that you'll always have. Well, you know, talking about your career, um, I was in college when Runaway Train came out, and that was the first time because I wasn't a soap opera guy, but that was the first time I I I saw you, and you were very memorable because you know you're playing the kid Buck, the boxer, and you were kind of a freaky guy but we kind of rooted for you as well that um that a lot of people like that role didn't they yeah he was he was he was a likable mistake buck he was <laughs> uh <laughs> he was uh he uh he meant well but he didn't ever do well like he was he was in jail for statutory rape because well i thought she was 18 you know that kind of, <laughs> and uh he was just he was just a a um a very likable mess, and uh, he got hooked up with a very dangerous man and had an adventure. Yeah, John Voight, who played a real scumbag very well in that. And I was just thinking, do you have a few co-stars in your career where you're like, man, I loved working with him or her? John's one of them. I've, I've 
probably got about a half a dozen of them. And John's one of them. And I'll, I want to tell you something about John Voight in that movie. John is six foot one or two. And John weighed 160 pounds in that movie. But he looks enormous because he wore a full body suit. That's <laughs> acting, dude. Yeah. I know. It's, he did look kind of chubby. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, he's a great big guy in that movie. And he's a skinny pole, man. He's a real actor, dude. I love John Boyd as an actor so much. Rick Tittle with Eric Roberts. A couple more questions for Eric. Do you, you've done so many things, over 500 you know, movies, TV, everything. Do you Are you ever switching channels some night and something comes on that you're in it and you literally have no recollection that you did it? Not that, no. But but you know what's you know fun about being me is no matter where I go, and I go a lot of places pretty much every day of my life, no matter where I go, I will turn on the TV, and if I flip long enough, I will find me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun. There I am in that old movie. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. It's so much fun. I still can't believe I'm famous. It is so much fun for me every day. Did, did you like the – I remember when Letterman would have you on, he would always say his word, you know, Eric Roberts, he's a little bit nuts. Did you, <laughs> did, did you, have, did you have fun with that? Of course I did. You know, and I, I like play a lot of people that are a little bit nuts. So everybody equates me with who I play. And who knows? You know, the way my life is, maybe I am a little <laughs> What is, uh, I mean, you're still a working actor to this day. Is there like a holy grail role or project that you still want to do? I like dichotomies. I like opposites. Like I would like to play an undercover cop who's undercover as a drag queen, as a female impersonator. Mm. A real dichotomy where you have a guy who is not what he's acting like. I like, that's what I'm looking for now. I love, I love, I love challenges and that's a big one. When you're on this, like for me, I, the first thing I thought of, as I mentioned, was Runaway Train. But I know a lot of people, when they see you, they think of the Pope of Greenwich Village. What is the maybe the most common role that people were like, hey, you played blank? Well, it was always, always Runaway Train, Pope, or Best of the Best up until recently. And now I've been traveling worldwide the past like like four years all the time. And now it's been... Stalked by my doctor on a lifetime series of movies. I'm up to the fifth movie now, and um, especially in Asia, the uh, the 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 women at airport terminals are nuts for the doctor. Oh, doctor, doctor! And they they um, they all want a picture with the crazy doctor. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you were in Suits too. One of your co-stars uh, married a prince. And and my uh, my uh, my stepson wrote uh, Keaton. Keaton Simons wrote her exit song one two three go or when i go is that and, right uh, they uh they played that on the show too and uh and yeah she 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 was so likable and so lovely and such a such a cool person i'm i'm like i'm really happy for yeah her. she's back in town now too that's cool um is there you know listen i've done thousands and thousands of shows and a lot of them i look back and if i i don't want to look back it wasn't a very good show so for you, I mean, when you look at all the things you've, you've done, do you kind of think, oh, why did I do that? I guess it was just a check. You know, there was a time when I would do things I was not real, 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 uh, real big on doing that I'd say, well, I did that for the money or the relationship, whatever it was, but I'm not really proud of that. But then over time, I realized everything you do, you bring something to if you care at all. And I care so much. So you bring... 
something to it that's a part of you, a part of your craft, a part of your technique. Every time you do it, if it's big, small, medium, or or, or dumb, and um, and you know what? It's like it's like dating. You know, uh, you have dates that aren't great, but they're all dates, and you get dressed up for all of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> What was and and I know you kind of broke in the late seventies with, with with King of the Gypsies. Did did acting find you, or was this your goal to be an actor? I have been so lucky. I did my first play at four years old. I played a mute clown, so I was safe. <laughs> and and, uh, and then I kind of liked it, hmm. So I investigated a little more. And then I played some parts that talked and what have you. And I had a terrible stutter as a kid. And I found out when I learned my lines, I didn't stutter because I knew what I was going to say. Mm. So it was great. It was great. It was a great. It was great freedom for me. So I just got into it uh, from that angle. And then I got pretty good at it. And then I decided, you know what? I'm going to make a living at this. And I just chased it my whole life. Wow. And then I think about your roles with. You know, the Batman and Doctor Who, they, they love you at Comic-Con, huh? Yeah, they do, man. I have a great time going to those things. It's so much fun. And my wife, like 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 I would say to my wife, I got home from a long trip. I'm so tired. You have a Comic-Con tomorrow. I can't do Comic-Con tomorrow. <laughs> Your fans expect you to be there. And she's like really adamant about I have to be there for the fans. So everybody knows that my, 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 my wife loves my fans. There's no reason to retire, too. You can keep on acting as long as you're walking around, right? Why would I retire? I have a great life and a lot of fun. Right. Yeah, yeah. really, truly. And I have seen the world for free, dude. It's so much fun. Crazy stuff. All right, we have been talking to Eric Roberts. Once again, let's just touch on it real quick. The Rocket. It is a revolutionary new device from Launch Medical, which Eric doesn't need, but it does use <laughs> sound wave therapy to permanently reverse symptoms of ed the retail price is here it is seven hundred and forty nine dollars you can go to getmyrocket.com. anything else you want to say about the rocket eric all i can say about the rocket is this apparently we're going to all get plaque in our in our private places and have issues with them you know apparently that's just how it works and uh john hoffman this uh, this genius friend of mine and his, and this and this other partner of his that they they invented this thing that uh, that that is a cure free D that is drug free. There are no drugs involved, and uh, it works. And uh, and they're, they uh, they wanna, they 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 want to take all the shame out of ED because everybody thinks I'm not a man if I can't get it up. Mm-hmm. Well, I still get it up, but I'm told I'm gonna have issues with that very shortly. <laughs> So I'm like standing by with my rocket. <laughs> I like how you put get it up and shortly in the same sentence. That was pretty good, too. I'm a clever guy, aren't I? <laughs> Eric, Rob- <laughs> Eric Roberts has been with us once again. GetMyRocket.com. Hey, Eric, thanks for coming on. Enjoyed our conversation, and hopefully we'll catch up down the road, man. I love your show, and I want to say to hi to all the troops all over the world who all listen in, okay? All right. Peace out, guys. Very nice. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on SportsBot.
I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 Four two six twenty three zero one. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Oh, come now, don't be ashamed. <laughs> we all have our idiosyncrasies. wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Dang, girl, what is that all about? What is it all about, too, as we close out our number one of two? Coming up, Adam Ray in studio. We got the two stars of uh, the, dro- the Climb. But as <clears throat> you might have heard from 
Deion Sanders, he's like, trade Garoppolo for Brady. Do a sign and trade. Well, if the 49ers are actually serious about doing that, and they're not. They're just not. A lot of players have come out on the 49ers in defense of Jimmy Garoppolo. And the most vociferous was the running back, Jeff Wilson. He said in SI, it's ludicrous. He just took us all the way to the Super Bowl. Great season. 13 wins. I mean, there's not a lot of quarterback that's even in this league that had just had a season like that. And then you go from that season taking a team all the way to the Super Bowl to talks of being traded. He's a great quarterback. He's been that way ever since he's been to San Fran. It's just unfortunate. He got hurt the year before and then kind of, you know, threw him back in the wilderness a little bit. But he came right back like he never left and took a team all the way to the Super Bowl. So how can you talk about moving him or trading him to another team? Well, that's some good uh, good backing. <clears throat> but Wilson isn't done. He says, quote, he's a leader and he gets everybody's attention and he makes everybody focus and makes everybody want to play hard for him. And when you have somebody that can do that, especially your quarterback, I mean, your team is destined for greatness, end quote. So George Kittle uh, put out a tweet of Kittle after catching a touchdown pass and doing the little jump shoulder bump. He put that picture up and he said, let's run it back 10. And uh, maybe it wasn't a coincidence that he put it up there. Um, And two other players... Matt Breida, DJ Reed, they showed some support for Garoppolo as well because uh, Matt Breida went on George Kittle, his uh, little side, and then he put two flexing arms, and then DJ Reed put two 100s. So that's four players in the last two days that have publicly uh, backed him. And Shanahan and Lynch are going to do what they're going to do, um, but they're not, they're not getting rid of Garoppolo. The Patriots would love to make that trade, and the Niners are not that stupid. Come on back. the debt destroyer network any debt you have credit card tax student loan debt call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt it's great advice plus when you make this free call now we have debt destroyer experts ready to help they can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track debt problems don't have to be overwhelming you can live stress-free and debt-free Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. 
That's 877-360-0402. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh, my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. All righty then, what is going on? Welcome back to the show, Rick Tittle with us. I'm like, hello, 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 hello. Who is that? That's right, the Three Stooges, baby. Get on in and let's do this. Let's get it heard wherever you might happen to be. We are here for you and we're taking your calls at 1-800-878-PLAY. Adam Ray is going to come in in about a half hour. He's been on a lot of shows, too. A lot of movies. He's really getting up there. Last time I, we was in, he was in, we had an argument about how he played basketball. Hopefully he's not still mad at me. Um, and then in the uh, third hour, which is coming up in about less than an hour and a half, we're going to have a uh, two of the stars of The Climb. And that's the director... Uh, Michael Angelo Covino, who is also one of the protagonists uh, as a thespian. And uh, the guy who wrote it uh, is Kyle Marvin. And uh, they're going to be in studio, which is uh, pretty cool uh, as well. It's called The Climb. And it has been an official selection. Um, and it won... En certain regard, which means a certain regard, at Caen. They've also been at Toronto, the Happy Aboutat for Shea. They've been at Telluride. Dude, there's some crisp, snowy speaks right now. Sundance as well. And uh, SXX, which is South by Southwest as well. So they'll be in. But until that time, we're talking sports and we're taking your calls. 1 800 878 play. Good shout out from Eric Roberts, who was a lot of fun. To our troops listening worldwide, 500 outlets, 177 countries. You're doing a great job keeping us safe. You stay safe and come home very, very soon. We're on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app, Twitch.tv. There I am, which you can see my in-studio guest this hour and next as well. And if you want to shoot me a tweet, it is at Rick Tittle. The email address is rick at sportsbyline.com as we stream through sportsbyline.com. Come on back. Hey, so are you the type of guy that wants to look put together but doesn't want to spend hours at the mall finding new clothes? So you can look great at the office, on the road, or even just on the weekend with friends and family? I hear you. This is why there's Stitch Fix, your personal styling service that delivers hand-picked clothes right to you. Stitch Fix is simple. Sign up in just a few minutes. Tell them about the brands that work for you and even let them know what types of styles you prefer. Stitch Fix is convenient you get great clothes delivered right to you so you can try new styles on in the comfort of your own home and make a decision without any pressure. And Stitch Fix is on your terms and priced to match your budget. There's no subscription required ever. Keep what you want and send back anything you don't. So, isn't it time you got it all together? Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, personal styling for men, women, and kids. Stitch Fix. 
personal styling for everybody. Nobody thinks twice about getting a second opinion on a doctor or a lawyer. But what about when you need somebody to work on your home, like an electrician, landscaper, or plumber? Somebody doing major work on your pipes definitely calls for a second opinion. So next time you get a recommendation on a pro, get a second opinion at Angie's List. As the authority on local pros, we offer thousands of reviews, plus business info, offers, and photos. Just go to Angie'sList.com. Hey, you want to feel great about who you're hiring, and we second that opinion. This is Jesse's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. As a nurse, not making it to work was not an option. But driving through the snow with my wiper blades struggling, I just didn't feel safe. So I pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts, and before I knew it, an employee was offering to install the wiper blades on my car. I got to stay out of the snow for a moment, and I still made it to work on time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800 That's 800-603-0885. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Chuck, there I am. Check me out, y'all. What you got? Come on in and get heard. 1-800-878-PLAY. If you've listened to this show for a while, you know, me as a history buff, history major, all that stuff. I do like to bring up, especially on you know D-Day, 4th of July, Pearl Harbor Day, Memorial Day, Veterans Day. Uh, and just remind people of a couple of things of our country and the freedoms we take for granted. And this is a nonpartisan thing. Everyone's so panicked. Oh, no, is he a liberal? Oh, no, is he a conservative? It's so funny over the years. I get notes from people who, um, you know, one time I said, don't, don't tell me what I should be outraged about. I will choose what outrages me. And then somebody's like, oh, my gosh, you're the biggest Trump supporter I've ever heard. I'm like, really? You took that from that? And then I talked about how crazy it is that people have assault rifles in their house, and they're like, oh, go back to San Francisco, you friggin' liberal. And I'm like, well, I'm, I don't have to go back. I'm already here. So uh, I don't label myself uh, in any way. But I will say this. The Boston Massacre, 250 years ago today, 
Now, just as a little um, reminder, it was the fall of 1768, and there was a lot of colonial unrest in Boston. That was the hotbed. And so the, uh, the Brits sent a lot of troops there. There were a lot of attacks on local officials. As I said, Sam Adams, to me, was a terrorist. He would drag people out of their homes and burn their homes down and tar and feather them. And I would have been a loyalist, I believe. I would have been loyal to King George III until the introduction of the Stamp Act. The Stamp Act would have been too much for me. Or as they called it, the Duties in American Colonies Act. And it just required basically anything you do was going to get taxed. Now, the Brits said, this is so you can pay for our soldiers being there. And so then we said, all right, well, then we want seats in Parliament if we're getting taxed. And they're like, you must be high. I'm using local colloquialisms. And so then we said, no taxation without representation. And by the way, I love this. This is the official title of the Duties in American Colonies Acts, an act for granting and applying certain stamp duties and other duties in British colonies and plantations in America towards further defraying the expenses of defending, protecting, and securing the same, and for amending such parts of the several acts of Parliament relating to the trade and revenues of the said colonies and plantations as direct the manner of determining and recovering the penalties and forfeitures therein mentioned. That was introduced by the Right Honorable George Grenville in 1765, which is exactly 200 years before I was born. You wonder where we get such ostentatious and grandiose uh, speaking. But I digress. It was dusk on March 5th, 1770, and a crowd of colonials um, confronted a sentry. It's a British sentry, and uh, he had um, chastised a boy because the boy had said, I guess his father was a barber, and he said, you never, you never paid my dad the barber bill. And so the guy was menacing, harassing the young boy. And so trouble had been brewing for a couple of years, obviously. A lot of townspeople didn't like it. And so at that time station in Boston was the 29th Regiment of Foot, as they call them, just infantry. And so the colonists, being March in Massachusetts, they started throwing snowballs at the soldiers. And the man at the front was a man named Crispus Attucks, a former slave. And so they were in front of the old state house, and a lot of the Americans started coming with clubs. Somebody threw a club, and a soldier was hit with a piece of wood. Some people said it was Crispus Attucks. Others said that when it all kicked off, Attucks was actually leaning on the stick that he had. But they opened up into the crowd. Five colonists were killed. Six were wounded. Uh, Attucks was the first to die. Took two bullets in the chest. The uh, county coroners, Robert Pierpoint and Thomas Crafts, conducted an autopsy on Attucks like he needed one. He was carried to... Um, Faneuil Hall, where he laid in state, and other victims were buried together, uh, which was, he was 47 years old, and that, to bury a black guy in a white cemetery was a big deal back then. 
Now, here's something to keep in mind. John Adams, and we had his direct descendant, Todd Zeal, on the show two weeks ago. I think a lot of people know this. A lot of people don't. When the British soldiers went to trial in an American court, which they didn't like, John Adams defended them. Two were found guilty of manslaughter. And so you could, you could still get hanged with manslaughter. And so the soldiers pleaded the benefit of clergy, which I'll get into in a second. But instead, they got branded on their thumbs. This is a quote from John Adams when he talked about the mob that started the, uh, the massacre. He called the crowd, quote, a motley rabble of saucy boys, Negroes, and mulattoes, Irish Teagues, and outlandish Jack Tars. And he said, this guy Addicts undertaken to be the hero of the night, and he started the whole thing with his mad behavior. We used to have this hotel in San Francisco. It burned down. It was on um, Van Ness. It was called the Jack Tar Hotel. Jack Tar is a, uh, just a term for a sailor. And that is, as you use a lot of tar in a sailboat, especially with the ropes, um, sailors found out that if they wiped tar all over their clothes, they would make their clothes waterproof. But then you're wearing these horrifying, heavy clothes covered in tar. So a Jack Tar just means a sailor. A motley rabble of saucy boys, Negroes and mulattoes, Irish Teagues, and outlandish Jack Tars. And by the way, Teague is an ethnic slur for an Irishman, by the way. It comes from Tog in Gaelic. Now, I don't think anybody knows that uh, Teague. It's like saying a bunch of Irish mix, you know. That was a... uh, That was what they were trying to say there. But the benefit of clergy, it was a provision in which you could take a priest or a minister and they could uh, claim that they were outside this jurisdiction of the courts. And they said, look, I I can't be tried in a court. I can only be tried under canon law in an ecclesiastical court. So... A lot of times people would, who were first-time offenders would say, um, I would like the benefit of clergy. And by the way, this was a legal mechanism that was abolished before the Civil War. And, you know, this kind of goes back to really Thomas Beckup, who was the Archbishop of Canterbury, and we know about everything that went on there. Do we? I won't get into that. I don't have enough time. I want to move on to some sports here. But um, Christmas Addicts is the one guy I know about. And remember, it wasn't just the Stamp Act. It was the Townsend Act as well. And those were a series of acts. that They're named after Charles Townsend, who was the chancellor of the uh, Exchequer. And these all came down in 1767. He had the New York Restraining Act. He had the Revenue Act. He had the Indemnity Act. He had the Commissioners of Customs Act. He had the Vice Admiralty Court Act. And I'm sorry, but the the colonists couldn't take it anymore. We're not going to take it. No, we're not going to take it. 250 years ago. God bless America. Come on back. Mom and dad are such a loving pair, but the house where they don't 
square. They promise to look till get to the part. I wonder if my parents will ever be a part. My mommy job is a night. I thrill to see her and daddy's wife. When daddy screams out, God. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971. 800-720-5971. That's 800-720-5971. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Uh, I joined the army because my father and my brother were in the army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one?
Tittle always goes commando. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, 1-800-878-PLAY. Emails rick at sportsbyline.com. And uh, this one's from Chrissy, and she said, Rick, I remember you said you went by Michelle Pfeiffer's house. Well, she sold it. And um, I had forgotten that. Yeah, that's out in uh, Woodside. It's kind of an innocuous little entrance. Um, David E. Kelly, the uh, television producer, Big Little Lies, Allie McBeal, The Practice, all that. So got the email, looked it up. The uh, property uh, was they tried to get $30 million for it, and they had to settle for $22 million. I'm really sorry. Uh, anyway, it is a um, it's a compound, is what it is, in Woodside, and it's got uh, amazing, as they say in England, privacy. It basically just like uh, looks like an English estate, and it's eight acres, Mediterranean style house, six thousand square feet, and then of course. Um, Pool, spa, tennis court, cedar, hot tub, natural grasses, horses, meadows, octagonal barn. (laughs) By the way, Pfeiffer continues to act. She's in her 60s. She was in uh, the Ant-Man versus Wasp. She was in Endgame. She was in Murder on the Orient Express. All right, too much Hollywood. Speaking of that, Adam Ray's coming in next. He's Mr. Hollywood. Free agency in the NFL is close to starting. We're fresh out of the combine. This is wild conjecture and rampant speculation about who's going to go where and who's going to do what. Uh, Will Brinson with CBS Sports says the time has arrived to trade Dak Prescott. What? I was just talking about yesterday that Jerry Jones loves his quarterbacks and he's going to pay him. Wow. Mike McCarthy, the new coach of the Cowboys, remember? You forgot. He was at the – don't tell me what I forgot. Well, I did. He was at the Combine, and he said the Cowboys are exactly where we want to be. Hmm. But then someone said, what about Dak? He said, well, it's a business matter. And uh, $35 million a year, should they trade Dak? They don't have to put him on the market to make that happen. They could do a non-exclusive franchise tag, and that would allow every other team to negotiate with Prescott and then give the Cowboys to write to match or receive two first-round picks. Hmm. Two first-round picks. Would you give up two first-round picks for Dak Prescott? I think somebody would. He's very good. If Miami, if they, are they willing to give up 5 and 18 to get Dak Prescott? But then you hand him $40 million a year? I don't know about that. By the way, the um, uh, the NFL is supposed to have a revolution, a resolution and a revolution. See, I'm still thinking of Christmas addicts. To the new collective bargaining agreement within the week, because we talked about how the union and the league are trying to finalize a draft of the uh, CBA, and it got sent out. Well, it got sent out today. And we've already heard from the likes of J.J. Watt and others saying, nope, ain't going to sign it. There are 1,900 members of the Players Union, and you just need a simple majority. 
And if the agreement is ratified, they're going to go to 17 regular season games. They're going to go to an extra team in the wild card in each division conference, I should say. The 14-team playoff would have the top seed earning a first round by two through seven would play on wild card weekend. Now, the 17-game schedule, that would start not this season, but the season after. But the new playoff system... This year, baby, and with the expansion of the schedule, of course, the preseason will go down to three games instead of four, and uh, the fourth season, the fourth preseason game, they'll just say it's an extra bye week for the players. Huh. Active game day rosters will go from 46 to 48. Practice squad players will go from 10 to 12. Two years later, that'll go to 14, and then annual player revenue will increase from 47% to 48%. Oh, my gosh. That's so high. And so they call this new provision a media kicker, meaning what if 48% isn't enough? Then the league said, all right, we'll go to 48.8% if there's a media kicker from the new television deal. 1% more revenue. Now, it's a multi-billion dollar pie. It's a lot of cash. But they wanted to start the discussion with half. We're still getting less than half. We, the people who perform and put our bodies at risk, we don't even get half? What are you talking about? Now, the NFL offseason, I'm not saying it's on hold, but it's kind of a temporary hold. The, The league will know where it stands in a week because the league year begins on March 12th at midnight. And then you get the legal tampering period, (laughs) which is so dumb. The NBA started that, remember? Because they're like, here's a New York phone book-sized, you know, uh, contract that we have with this player. Yeah, but... The uh, free agency period only has begun a minute ago. Yeah, I know. Oh, you know. No, 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 I know. You just wrote this up in a minute? Yeah, kind of. Kind of, sort of, in a minute. We did it. So, um, by the way, there's another trade. Now, these trades aren't official until we get to the uh, the official league year. But Jason Lockenfor of CBS Sports is reporting that the Panthers are sending Trey Turner, the guard, to the Chargers for tackle Russell Okung. Now, the deal will mean the Panthers will absorb $13 million in base salary for Okung. They'll also absorb $9.6 money in dead money. The Chargers will take on the two remaining years of Turner's contract, $8.5 and $11 million. So reports earlier this week that the Panthers were trying to get rid of Turner, but did they get enough in return? And what are their plans with Okung? The Chargers, now first you think, well, Russell Okung, how do you trade a guy like that? But if you think about it, Turner was the former third-round pick at LSU. He's 27 years old. He's been to five straight Pro Bowls. He's missed three games in each of the last three seasons, but he's one of the better interior linemen in the league. And they got younger on the offensive line, and Turner is okay with it, I guess, because he tweeted out, Palm tree, airplane, palm tree. That's what he did. 
Okung is going to be 32 years old coming up. He has not played a full season since he signed with the Chargers' four-year $53 million deal in 2017. And in June, you might remember, Okung suffered a pulmonary embolism when he had chest pains at practice. And he said the treatment he got after saved his life. And then last month, he said that he had great uncertainty about the direction of the Chargers organization. And he said, I don't know my future with the team. Well, he was right. But the Panthers? You don't give them an, uh, a, a fail on this because we don't know what's going to happen with Okun, whether they restructure, do they flip him. But the Panthers gave away a young offensive guard who has gone to five straight Pro Bowls for a th- 32-year-old tackle who missed 10 games with blood clots in his lungs and a groin injury. And the Panthers were shopping Turner, and it was within reason they were going to get a draft pick, at least along with Okun. So the Panthers offensive line coach, Pat Meyer, worked for the Chargers for three seasons, and he has been beating the drum to get Okun. He said, we need a tackle, we need a tackle. So that explains part of it. But remember, Okun spent one year with the Donkeys after six years with the Seahawks. He was the sixth overall pick ten years ago. He has started every game he's played in. He won the Super Bowl with the Seahawks. He is a veteran who could help Greg Little develop into an elite NFL tackle down the road. But on the face of it, you'd say the Chargers won this trade. That is, unless Okung gets back to his old Seattle self. And we'll see what his motivation is. We'll see if he can you know, do it at his age. But a tackle is way more valuable than a guard if both are all pro. It's easier to find an interior guy than an outside guy. But, uh, you know, they got to protect. Matt Rule's there now, and they got to protect uh, Cam Newton 9.0. All right, when we come back from the break in studio, Adam Ray, stand-up comedian at The Punchline this weekend. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer a lot of questions run through your mind what am i going to do what are my options what did i do wrong we've had those thoughts too but some questions can help you move forward visit findyourmbcvoice.com for an interactive guide to help you learn the next steps to take after an mbc diagnosis and how to ask the questions that lead to an open and informed conversation with your doctor start finding your voice today at findyourmbcvoice.com It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. 
a Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. Over 95% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2019 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Business heals all wounds. I mean, look at our relationship with Germany or Japan. Who can even remember what all the fuss was about? Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show, Coast to Coast, Around the World on American Forces Radio Network and on Twitch.tv. And you can see in our little high-def webcam there, uh, our friend Adam Ray is back again. Stand-up comedian. He is at nice. the... Could you sound more excited about me being back? <laughs> Jeez. Take two on the, on the intro, man. And he's back here. Our friend Adam Ray is here. It's great. Who cares, really? I don't care. I don't even know who he is. You know what? It's funny. I just had Eric Roberts on the show. Nice. And you want to pick uh, that name up off the floor? Is he? Is that that a dropping? No, I'm just saying is I was, I don't know. I was still like, you know, and then when you did uh, Runaway Train with John Voight. So, like, Adam Ray is here. Ah, Adam Ray is here. And um, I see a lot on uh, Lights Out. I love that show with David Spade. It's great. He's one of my all-time favorites. Me I, too. I just think it's great. He goes, look, we're not doing political jokes. We're just going to kick it around. Cover the uh, easy, easily digestible BS that uh, makes you feel better about your life. Yeah, it's And fun. it's, it's uh, you know, every <clears throat> network is always striving to find the, let's find comedians in a, you know, atmosphere where they're just kicking it and hanging out. And that's kind of the closest thing to it. And Spade's so easygoing and very uh, selfless with his 
host duties. Like he's very much in control, and he'll you know pepper and jokes when he has to, and there's no dead air. He's great at that, but he'll let you you know I you got to be proactive in getting your jokes in and speaking up. I mean, because it is kind of a roundtable sitch, and there's no real got to be good at listening, and and so you can maybe piggyback on somebody's thing, but also everyone's coming in with the same topic. So if you got a, a joke that that uh, you know is similar to somebody else's and they do it before you, then you got to kind of pull an audible and then, but also be listening just to kind of, you know, improv and tag people's bits and, and not do what I did last week, which was spade. Uh, <clears throat> you know, there was a the first topic was about how Prince Harry wanted to be called just Harry. And I opened it with, isn't that what we were calling Kim, uh, Chloe Kardashian, right? Uh, <laughs> super funny, right? Very, uh, just top of the line comedy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then he goes, just Harry's what I call my balls. And then he points to me, he goes, you know, he goes, but you know that to me. And I just kind of like a young, like, you know, uh, girl that had a crush on him just kind of was like, <laughs> spade's so funny. Instead of like <laughs> saying something back like clever and witty, like, uh, right. like, yeah, no, you texted me 10 times last night or something, you know. But mm-hmm. but he's just such a uh, such a staple of comedy. For guys like that that have been doing it this long to still be doing it and still be like very like and he even said it in uh one of the uh, episodes where he's like i feel like i'm only i think he was talking to jim carrey he's like i feel like i'm only getting better at this stage and you should be right if like if anything you're doing if you've been doing it that long consistently you're you just know who you are to the uh to the highest degree and you're um if we get that walkie-talkie to be turned up louder that'd be awesome is there any way to get more walkie-talkie talk in the hallway fellas they're actually building a new studio. I don't care if they're Everyone, building hey, listen, a Jamba Juice uh, in the lobby. Welcome to my world. Um, is it really just constant construction? Yeah, I know. The, the one thing I love about that show, too, and is exactly what you just said, because I know you guys aren't doing a set and nothing's pre-planned, and so I wonder when people want to jump in, and then I kind of feel like maybe a third person hasn't said something for a while, and they're like, I got to say something here. Or totally. I'm, yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, that's... that's uh, that's your biggest fear is like not having anything to to throw out. But that's why I just always try to over over prep and have a bunch of things to. And they even say they're like probably we'll get to you know this topic. We might not hit this one, but you want to come in and be as you know dialed in as you can so that you can have a lot to uh, you know to push off the plate. But yeah, it's fun. They've, and they've you know there's so many comics and not everybody gets to do it. And it's cool that they. Uh, to even just get into the rotation of that, and mm-hmm. then develop a little bit of, of rapport with Spade, you know. No, it's really cool, yeah. and it's a it's a lot of store people too. Yeah, and um, I'm going to be at the store next week. Actually, oh, great! Heading down. So, how, how many times do you do the store? Uh, three, four times a week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, and I'll take that. I mean, there's <clears throat> so many now more comics who are in the store that take up spots that that weren't there uh, over the last two or three years, like even Kevin Nealon being there now and. And obviously, Rogan coming back brought a bunch of people back. But um, yeah. guys like Adam Carolla and Harlan Williams, uh, who are both dear friends, that that I'm pumped that they're there. But that that, that does make it. There's only, you know, Adam Egit, who's the booker, yeah. uh, does a good job of diversifying the lineups. But you know, I used to even get uh, Tuesday, Wednesday opening spots, and like a Friday weekend, and like a Sunday, uh, you know, maybe eleven fifteen or whatever. And now even the, during the week, the you know he's got to mix up. There's a lot of um, you know he's trying to have some like other gals do the opening spot just to mix it up. And with more people coming in, you kind of go, oh man, there's unless you are truly like a Sebastian or a or a Segura or Rogan or or Delia, then you're uh, or Bobby Lee or, or Whitney, uh, mm-hmm. then uh, 
you know, you take the spots you can you can get. It's an embarrassment of riches when I look and you got three rooms and like even like Joe List is like, okay, Monday the sixteenth, I'm going to headline the Belly Room. You know, a Monday night, and normally you'd be like, this is a guy who'd be a headliner anywhere else. But you know, you look down the list, and there's six headliners. Mm-hmm. And I went last summer, and I saw like six headliners. You know, there's Eliza Schlesinger, and there's Mark Maron. I mean, they just come in one right out. Christina yep. P. Keep coming. And to me, I'm I'm jealous that you have that, and it's like every it's night. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Bill Burr was there, and he was in a different room. I'm like, wait, Bill Burr is just like thrown into a different room. Oh yeah, man. Instead it's of a just, stadium, it's you know? just the ultimate comedy gym. You know, <clears throat> I mean, the amount of <clears throat> people that I've it's it's now gotten so such a cool hot spot that like, I mean, when Chappelle pops in, he'll do a few hours at a time. I've had to bring him up on stage. A handful of times, or follow him because he's he can just go on whenever. And uh, the amount of also like celebs that I've met there, I mean, is bonk. I mean, from you know Jim Carrey to uh, uh, Paul, I met Paul Pierce a couple weeks ago when I bought him a, a shot of tequila and we t- and took it after my set, and he was just real complimentary. And mm-hmm. said, well, uh, Chris Spencer brought Nelly once, and I get off stage, I sit down in the back, and. I get somebody hitting me, and, and he's like, what's up? Good set, man. I look over. I was like, oh, thanks, Nelly. Mm-hmm. Nelly! You have the Band-Aid? He did, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and we exchanged emails. I tried to get him on the podcast. He didn't get back to me. That's all right. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. <clears throat> but it's, uh, yeah, it's cool to have that. And starting in L.A., uh, you know, a lot of people don't advise because it's so competitive, but I feel like it makes you a better comic, you know, because yeah. um, you just got to, you, you get intimidated and inspired so much because... You you get on one show where you get a little bit of like good juice going, and you get uh, you know that, that can definitely you know fire you up to move in the right direction. But then in the same token, like you're constantly in the state of like, oh, I want to be better so quick. So you're trying to like balance that out so that you can enjoy the process of getting better because that's the biggest thing that gets in a young comic's way is just over eagerness and mm-hmm. thinking they're ready for something when they're not. But and so look, some people figure it out early. I mean. Friend Taylor Tomlinson just dropped a Netflix special, and she's twenty five, wow. and she's a killer joke writer. And um, so there's people like that that just figure it out. But <clears throat> speaking of great clubs, of course, the world famous Punchline down here on Battery Street. Adam Reyes with us. He is the headliner. You mentioned the podcast yep. about last night. Yep. Um, I have just in the last year, I've started eating up these podcasts like yours and Tuesdays with Stories oh, nice. and Stand Up with Chris Stefano and. And it's cool because I don't know you guys as friends, but I I know you enough because you guys have been here several times. Yeah. It's kind of cool as I get a glimpse into your world yeah. there. But I've never realized that how much my commute is way more tolerable if I got an hour comedy podcast. A thousand percent. It's great. Did you listen to the one of Mark Norman on uh, I, on, on, on the ALN? Um, we did the um, basement of the stand about uh, three no, but ago. Mark Norman is one of my favorites. Oh, she listen to it. It's, uh, one of, <clears throat> it's one of the best episodes I think uh, oh, right. of about last night. Yeah, and Chris was actually going to be on um, uh, a couple of days ago, but we we couldn't get the timing right. But we Love. just dropped an episode with T.J. Miller today. But you know, we've had on everybody, man. You know, Bert Kreischer, um, uh, Sandra Bullock, Jason Derulo, Neil Patrick Harris, Dana Carvey's done it like eight times. Um, Susan Sarandon, um, Gary Payton, Sue Bird, yeah, Swartzen, Swartzen, crazy. Swartzen is, uh, might be, Chappelle's my favorite comic of all time. Swartzen is a close second. Yeah. No, I know. It, it, he's I, so sophomoric, but so <laughs> smart. And his body and his, like, faces that he made. I'm a, I love a good act out. And uh-huh. uh, he, he does this joke that uh, I think he'll probably do it on his next special where he goes, L.A. is crazy because, like, people are, like, really health conscious. But then 
they still like party. So you'll see somebody that's like, you know, like at a party, just like, hey, is there gluten in that? Is there gluten in that? <laughs> just coked out of their mind. I can you know? totally see him fa- doing yeah, that. Dude, so no, he's a guy that I, I pay to see. I mean, he's he's fantastic. And, um, you know, f- but for you, you're talking about meeting celebrities. Your acting career <clears throat> is just exploding. Last time you were here, we talked about when you were on Curb as the, the Uber driver. Oh, cool, yeah. Yeah, which was really cool. Was my fun. favorite show. But Me too. Speaking to T.J. Miller when you're on Silicon Valley, yep. um, the move, the J Lo movie, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. So uh, tell me more about that. I mean, you're just you're going through the roof right now. Going through the roof. Yeah, trying to contain it. Um, surprised that I'm here, to be quite honest. Um, <laughs> the, the slumming it. Yeah, on, yeah. On uh, Rick no, this is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the J Lo movie was cool. Did a couple episodes of Ballers, Arrested Development, yeah. and uh, I got a. First movie that I'm going to lead in this indie comedy with me and Thomas Lennon that comes out um, on Amazon in uh, May called The Bellman. It's kind of like Van Wilder meets Wet Hot American Summer. It's about all these bellmen that work at a uh, resort in Tucson, Arizona. And I'm the head bellman. And there's kind of this, you know, push and pull of me being the the cool lead of the bellman. And they all look up to me. I mean, not wanting to leave and move on and get promoted. But then the girl mm-hmm. that I let get away got promoted. And she's now looking down on me being like, you're never going to do anything with your life. And so I finally just say, screw it. And I lie to her and tell her I got promoted. And then Tom Lennon is this weird spiritual guru who's trying to take over the entire resort mm-hmm. uh, with this, like, they brought him in to do this big, uh, you know, seminar where he's conning people for money, and then what he's eventually trying to do is is um, buy the hotel, and uh, and and fire all of us. And so we figure that out, and then I try to after I get fired, I from trying to stop him. Um, yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that, but it's great. <laughs> that sounds. It's funny you mentioned Van Wilder. Isn't um, uh, Kreischer the machine? Was that was he based yeah. on? Yeah, that was about him. It was. It's crazy, and it, it's funny because I remember Mark Norman saying that. Uh, He's like, uh, you know, Bert told me what he made this month, and it's insane. Because he always says, you L.A. guys, you know, you look at Rogan, what he's done with his podcast. He goes, we look up to David Tell in New York, and he's walking around with a CVS bag. Out here in L.A., everybody's a millionaire. And so he's like, he's jealous of the L.A. crew. Yeah, I know. He needs to come out at some point. Not of the closet to L.A. Yeah. <laughs> He's, uh, you know, Chris D. needs to come out. All he talks about. Does he really? That's all he talks about is his fascination with the male body and how much he really, really wants to try it. But, is it a bit? But he can't. It's not a bit. He talks Why about it nonstop. Because he, he has a kid? Uh, no, he's just he just likes girls too much. But he says he's fat. And, and when he gets together with Joe List, all they do to each other, because Joe List is the same way, is talk about what they would do with each other if they did it. Wow. That's their whole vibe. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned T.J. Miller, too, because a couple of years ago I was at the comic strip in, in New York, and yeah. he headlined, and he was on stage, and I was thinking, I wonder if he's going to do anything crazy. And he said something, and somebody in the crowd went, yeah, right. And he got off stage, and he walked down, and he goes, what do you mean? And the guy goes, I didn't think you could hear me. He goes, I'm a human. I have ears. I can hear. And I thought, that's what I want. I want, wow. a, little, I want a little T.J. Miller like that. Yeah, I mean— He's brilliant with handling the crowd, and his show now is just so uh, so insane. He's got, like, ventriloquist dummies, and he juggles, and uh, <laughs> he's a truly uh, a true renaissance man. But um, but his episode of the podcast, you should definitely check out. It just dropped today. Yeah, well, I want to hear—I I, th- I thought I knew all the ones Mark Norman was on, so, yeah, I can't believe no, I missed dude. that about Figure last night. Out. Yeah, get about your last night. And you do the, uh, the Corolla one, too, right? I do Corolla all the time. Mm-hmm. I have a football uh, sports comedy podcast with Mark Sanchez called Fourth and Forever, we just had on uh, just, uh, Deshaun Watson and uh, Sam Darnold and Jason Kelsey. Wow. And Do you talk about the butt fumble? 
We don't, but it seems, you know, it's a known thing, but it's like, think about it. It's like. It's too easy. Yeah, and also, like, he's more than that, you yeah. know? It's he like, ate a hot dog during a game, too. He did, he did a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. He did your research. Adam Ray is uh, with us, and uh, make sure to check him out at the Punchline. He has a show tonight. He has two shows tomorrow. He has two shows on Saturday as well. Follow this, him on Twitter. Does this go out to people in San Francisco? Uh, yeah. Oh, great. It goes out of, and the American Forces Radio Network great. as well, worldwide. Adam Ray Comedy on Twitter. Thanks for coming in again. Thanks, thanks bud. All right. Very cool. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back. $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans, then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. 
That's 800-426-2301. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Wow, that hurts my feelings. Anyway, yeah, Adam Ray, a um, uh, mile a minute. Um, very Boston, too. I don't know if you could tell. It's just that uh, that Boston vibe with him. Um, funny guy. Make sure to check him out at the Punchline Show tonight, two tomorrow, two on Saturday as well. Uh, coming up in the uh, third hour, the lines will be open as always at one eight hundred eight seven eight play. But we're also going to have uh, the two men behind a hilarious new film called The Climb. It's going to be Michelangelo, woo, Michelangelo. No, Michelangelo Covino and Kyle Marvin, and uh, they're going to bike around the city just like their characters did uh, in the film which I think is uh, interesting. So it's a it's what they call a love triangle. We'll get into <laughs> we'll get into all that. We'll take a quick hard news break and on the other side we'll come on back and we will talk sports. even recognize myself anymore I'm really worried about him his addiction I haven't seen him like this ever hey look I, I never wanted to start using I, I knew the drill but I was out of options I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop I, I'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. What is going on? It's great to have you with us. 
coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Whatever you want to talk about in the world of sports, I'm here for you. I'm Rick Tittle. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, rollerball, chess checkers, rugby, cricket, that type of stuff. As I said, we'll do it together at the toll-free line. 1-800-878-PLAY. Play. Get yourself out there and get yourself some play. It's amazing the podcast world now, like about last night, which is the one with um, our guest that we had just had, Adam Ray. Adam Ferrara, who I've had many times, another guy who is uh, an actor, he just tweeted out in the last two minutes, yeah, I got Mark Norman on my podcast. <laughs> oh, my gosh, we're just talking about that. Um, Mark Norman is probably my favorite comedian right now. Um, another guy that I pay to see. Um, but uh, it's a it's a huge a huge deal. These and and you know what? Honestly, when I first heard podcasts, I was like, like I had um, like Adam Ferrara's one is called Thirty Minutes You'll Never Get Back, which I think is a cool one. But uh, to hear him, um, you know, when I'd have Mark Norman in, and he'd always be like, "Oh yeah, make sure to check out my." Um, my podcast with uh, <laughs> with Joe List called Tuesdays with Stories. I'm like, oh, that sounds horrible. Tuesdays with Stories. That doesn't that doesn't sound like it's very good, but it is. It's crazy. All right, and of course, people say, why don't you do a podcast? Everyone always asks me that. Oh my gosh. Um, I do a broadcast, but I actually do do a podcast. I'm doing it in about an hour. With Dan Dibley, it's called Glossa Supremo. It's about soccer, and it's on Radio.com. So you can check it out there as well. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY. The uh, people behind The Climb in studio later. Come on back. Hey, I heard you need some work done on your house. Here's somebody I like. Oh, thanks. Wait, what are you doing? I am verifying your recommendation on Angie's List. My word's not enough? I just like to get hundreds of second opinions. Finding a qualified person is easy. Just check Angie's List. After all, we have info on more pros than just about anybody. Say you heard about a good electrician. We have reviews on them and thousands more, plus ratings, photos, even special offers. Find exactly what you're looking for at Angie'sList.com. You're in charge of hiring and Indeed has solutions like online skills tests, which let a candidate show that they're the right hire. And we'll give you this barbershop quartet who'll sing the name of the perfect hire. Vince Lundy. Vince Lundy. Vince Lundy. Vince Lundy. Okay, there's no quartet. But skills tests, that's a for sure. See why independent research by Silk Road shows Indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site. Visit Indeed.com slash promo today and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money, and guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. 
and we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. You don't have to wait for amazing deals on a new floor. Get spring Black Friday deals right now at Lumber Liquidators Flooring. This week, save up to 35% on gorgeous hardwood and waterproof vinyl floors. Plus, we can arrange for installation by professional independent contractors. And with special financing, you can get started today. These are the floors homes are built on. Lumber Liquidators Flooring. Save big during O'Reilly Auto Parts Power Torque Tools DIY Day Sale with great deals on socket sets, impact wrenches, and more. Right now, get a 57-piece quarter-inch drive ratchet, socket, and bit set just $24.99, plus double O rewards points, which means you'll get to your next reward even faster. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right, thank you so much. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you in San Francisco, but coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network, 500 outlets in 177 countries. I mentioned uh, we have the uh, two main protagonists from the new movie, The Climb. It's going to uh, open here March 27th at the uh, Embarcadero Cinemas here and then um, other places as well around the Bay Area, April 3rd. It's already been very well regarded at a lot of uh, Film festivals and joining us are two of the actors. Now, that's director Michelangelo Covino. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing very well, thank nice you. Nice to see you. And writer slash actor Kyle Marvin. How you doing, Kyle? I'm doing well, thank you very much. Now, um, I've only said. I've only seen. <laughs> he, can't, he can't come up with anything uh, original. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm the same thing as him. Only I sound like a muppet. That's how you know it's me. Oh, that's a little fozzy there, huh? Yeah, I, I do. Okay. I got it. That's got good. It. Um, but uh, I've only seen the trailer so far. I really, I'm dying to see this movie. To sort of say, let's start with you, Mike. A love triangle is a little too simplistic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's a uh, um, yeah. It, it, I'll give you the the basic breakdown of of what the setup for the movie is. Uh, Kyle and I are riding bikes up the hill up a hill in the south of France. Um, Kyle's out of shape. He's not really a bike rider, and I reveal to him that I slept with his fiance. He's really upset. He starts chasing me, but he's out of shape and he can't catch me. And that's kind of and that all takes place in one shot um, about, you know, it's a 10 minute scene. Uh, And then the rest of the movie follows these two friends over the next like 12 years of their life as they sort of go through these unexpected turns in the relationship and their life and they kind of overcome obstacles. And I got to say, Kyle, your character, who is uh, even in the trailer, I wanted you to give up on him. (laughs) 
you still, it seemed like, you know, even though he's done all this to you and he seems like such an Eeyore at times, you just, you love the guy. Yeah, I think, I think something that we were, we were really interested in exploring is that I feel like we all have friends like that in our lives in some, some greater or lesser degree. I don't think all of our friends sleep with our fiancés. Um, but I do think that there's like small transgressions we all have with each other and, and we have to like deal with those in, in our own way. So I think that's something we, really wanted to explore in this and, movie. And you wrote it. Yes, I wrote it with him. We wrote it together. Oh. Yeah, so wrote it together. We star in it. Yeah. He directs it. Uh, it's, a, it's a family affair. We produced it, all those things. And yeah. I can only imagine, I mean, I have two brothers, and even though we love each other, we argue, I can only imagine you guys, I mean, the, the cabin fever of starring, writing, directing, how much did you get on each other's nerves? Oh, no, it's a it's a miracle that we're speaking to each other right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we only speak to each other in microphones. We try not to make eye contact. <laughs> like my parents, they email each other in the house. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's actually genius. That's amazing. <laughs> Uh, it's a true yeah. story. <laughs> um, so when you're putting this thing together, um, on the one hand, it's great because there are so many um, different venues that you can get indie pictures on now and Amazon and Netflix and other things and production companies. And But on the other hand, it's like get in line. Everybody's got an indie movie. So how how hard for you was it, Mike, to get this off the ground? Yeah, you know, it's, it's weird because we um, – w- this is like our sixth movie as producers – so we've we've made a bunch sort of you know behind the camera putting all the pieces together and I think that helped us structure this thing in a way where we thought it would have a chance. Um it was you know we made the we made the short film first. So we made the, there was a short film that went to Sundance and that's sort of like this launch pad that you can kind of get people to spend money on things where they shouldn't be spending money if that makes sense. <laughs> like no like no one had any business giving us money to make this movie, you know. Mm-hmm. We're not actors that anyone's ever seen before and we kind of are in every scene so it was a bit uh, of a crazy leap for a financier but i think at like you're saying the the independent film world is sort of filled with like this idea of like anything could break out if it just has a voice mm-hmm. so and uh, I, yeah. I, kyle did you ever get to the point where someone was like you're a tremendous um writer we love it but we kind of see your character as paul rudd yeah. Oh, absolutely. All yeah. the time, me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Mike was like, if we get John C. Riley to replace you, you're out, man. You're out of here. Now you might even say, look, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, leave. Honestly, if, we... <laughs> if it was John C. Riley, I would. I, I would have definitely wanted to see that. Speaking with Michelangelo Cavino and Kyle Marvin, the new movie is called uh, The Climb. Um, so the um, you you had a little bit of um, uh, an established. You know, business, uh, you, you're not off the street. You've done this before. But how hard is it when you shoot something like this? It's your baby, and you want to put something in, but you feel like, ah, it's going to drag it down. And then you cut something out, and then you regret it. Like, why did I cut that out? And But I guess when you put it out there, you just got to just say, look, I did my best, right? Yeah. I mean, w- with this movie, it was interesting. So each scene is one long, continuous take. So there's no... There's not a lot of cutting, wow. which is kind of crazy. 1917 so, on bikes. It's 1917 right. on bikes. Yep. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a it's a weird thing where we um, you know it's a comedy that plays in like eight minutes at a time. So it's very uh, it, it's just a different sort of flow and pace to to the movie. And I think that was probably one of the things that made it stand out when we started submitting to festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we 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 sort of like had this idea for this type of movie in our head, and then we just said, "All right, let's go for it," knowing full well that it could have been a total failure, and 
and never seen the light of day. Wow. Well, that's the thing, Kyle. You do these long takes, and let's say you're in, a, as you said, a 10-minute scene. You're eight and a half minutes in, and he's like, blah, blah, ah. Do you pick it up right there? Um, no, that's it. You got to start over. You got to start over. So, wow. so, so it really became like a, a, an athletic competition in a way. For all, <laughs> it was like the finals for us every time because it was like no one can mess up. We're nine yeah. minutes into a, a scene, and you know someone saying their first line. So like everyone it became this like really focused, incredibly intense wow. um, process. Yeah, and I would imagine like no one too. To miss the shot. Yeah, no one wanted to miss the shot. Right. Well, I would imagine too when you're on a bike and let's say somebody threw in just a quick ad lib. If it's good, you're like, screw it, I'm just going to keep going. Right. Oh well, you know, you you always kept going. Yeah. The question yeah. was like, then at the end, I would have to go. All right, let me take a step back. Hey, don't say that again, or keep that in, and then you know adjust. And so we always knew that like. You know, most of these scenes we were shooting 20 takes or 30, Ooh, 35 burning daylight. Yep. Yeah, we would do it over two days. <laughs> Each scene was two days. We had a full rehearsal day and then a full shoot day. Right. And we would always we always knew we'd get it in the last two hours of the last day. So everything, <laughs> else, everything else was useless. <laughs> it was just all practice to get it to where it was, like, really fine-tuned on that last couple hours. How heartbreaking is it with one of you, Kyle, just nailed it and you thought I was so great and at the last minute the other guy ruins it you're like how am I going to get that back yeah I mean it was mostly probably me ruining it so yeah <laughs> no, that's right no no I think yeah I think for us it was it was really I think it became this joyful sort of playful thing at a certain point because the rule was we're just going and so there was this there was there were a lot of constraints and stress on that but there was also this like beautiful freedom of like we're in we're in this thing together and everyone's in it in real time and we're just experiencing this this thing as performers dealing with things actually happening mm-hmm. and that really brought out this very sort of natural feel for for um performance i think because we we all were just dealing with it in real time yeah well, and they were all theater actors like we cast okay uh, we cast every, all new york theater actors yeah. except for george went who yeah. is also a theater actor yeah, but is, is, yeah. is is also norm from cheers <laughs> yeah that was kind of a little coup there uh what did that take some uh, bargaining there a little bit, but you know, uh, he's just great. I mean, I, you, you couldn't ask for a better uh, a better person to bring in. We we needed someone to play Kyle's dad, and we wanted someone who ever like the second you see him on screen, you're like, I feel at home now, and, and you know, like ah, like right. I, I I feel warm and cozy looking at this guy on screen. And um, George came in, and he he was the most easygoing guy. He, his only request was. He wanted a chair by the camera. Yep. <laughs> he didn't need a dressing room. We're like, you sure you don't uh, want it? He's like, no, no, no. He's like, just give me a chair by the camera and an outlet if I need to charge my phone. And, wow. and, and he would just sit there all day and he'd sort of hang out and, you know, talk he didn't, to everyone. He didn't have a rider with craft services. He needed beluga caviar or nah, anything like that. He was like the that. best. He was absolutely wow. the best. Really cool. We'll yeah. take a quick break. We'll come back. We have another segment in studio with the uh, two men behind the movie The Climb, Michelangelo Cavino and Kyle Marvin. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. 
That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971. 800-720-5971. That's 800-720-5971. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable Bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. I'm sorry, it's the, it's the pleats. It's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. The, it's not fl- flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. is a majestic stallion. All right, some doubt in your voice there. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast, around the world on AFN. Of course, uh, Apple Publications, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Stitcher app, uh, Twitch.tv, all that good stuff. We're with Michelangelo Cavino. 
and Kyle Marvin for another segment talking about their new movie, The Climb. And uh, we just had a <clears throat> rather serendipitous moment here in the break because um, I said I'm from the East Bay, and Mike says, where are you from? And it turns out you two guys did that movie, Kicks, which was a great movie. And I had the director in here a couple of years ago, Justin Tibbet, was it? Tipping, yeah. Yeah, and a uh, real good guy, young guy. And you guys, you you did that movie. You did the site locations it. and everything. Wow. Yeah, I produced that movie. That, to me, seemed like um, it would – I mean, where did it go? Because I, I would figure that would be like a cult classic now. Yeah, me too. I think I think it still will have that – I think it's going to have that trajectory once Justin makes his next movie because Justin's one of those, like, very rare talents, mm-hmm. like, who just – he has, like, a gift. Um, so, you know, whenever he gets around to making his second film, I think people are going to rediscover Kicks. But I think, you know, it was on HBO. It's like on, you can find it places, but it definitely right. – didn't have the splash that I right. thought it was going to And the, like as I was saying, a lot of the places uh, I know very well in Richmond and, and Oakland and others. All right, but let's talk about the climb because you guys are uh, on bicycles. You're dressed right now. <laughs> full Lycra. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're, you're wearing the, uh, the very nice uh, full Curtis and nylon uh, outfits. You're biking around the city today. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna bike around. We try and get every city we're doing on this tour. We're trying to get on our bikes and ride around, and see some people. We thought this was gonna shops. be uh, video interview. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we thought we had to dress up. No. Right. Well, it's funny. I have like the Raiderettes or the Warrior Girls in here, and and they're, people tell me they go, I didn't get anything out of it. I only heard you guys. I'm like, yeah. well, they're wearing their outfits. Like, good for you. Yeah. Um, we'll post some pictures. You know, a lot of movies, if you have a football player, he can't throw stupid. He has to look real. And like Saving Private Ryan, they went through a, a boot cam so they know don't, they don't look stupid holding the gun wrong and everything. For you, did you have to look like professional bikers? Or in the movie, are you kind of weekend warrior bikers? Well, I'm a bad biker in the movie, which made the training real easy for me. <laughs> you um, look too good. Worse. Yeah, 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 I worked. Yeah, yeah, I actually did. I was like, How, what did I used to do? And I was like, oh, yeah, grab the middle yeah. bars. We had some cyclists who, who do, like, tours around France where we shot it. And they were like, this is what everyone does. And so mm. I kind of leaned into that because we did that scene 25 times. And it's a continuous take for you know three miles of biking uphill so we had to be in decent bike shape to yeah. do it um and and had to sort of dumb down were you in bit. the pyrenees like tour de france or nothing y- that yeah drastic? no yeah we were in, not the pyrenees but we were it was like 45 minutes uh, outside of Cannes, so it's like the alps like right where the alps start wow this mountain called Col de Vence. so yeah it was it was uh it was fun. I mean, I've, I've, I'm an, I'm, like, I just am a weekend warrior type biker. I just like doing it because, like, I played college football and and when I finished that, I started getting real out of shape. Oh. So I had to find a way. So to, did I. Where'd you play? Uh, I played. Well, I played at Fordham. Oh University, no way! And then New I York played. City. Yeah, and then I played at uh, Occidental College for my last two years. Sure, Oxy Division yeah. Three. Yeah, we had we had the longest regular season win streak in the mm-hmm. nation for the time when I was there. Nigerian nightmare Christian yeah, yeah. Okoye. Yeah, yeah. He went there. Barack Obama. Barack went Obama went there. It's funny because I played for St. Mary's College, oh, cool. and the match of the century, I think 1931, was St. Mary's at Fordham, which was attended by the President of the United wow. States and the heavyweight champion. That's cool. You know who else played at Fordham? Denzel Washington. Is that right? He played football at Fordham. Wow. And Vince Lombardi, you may have heard of him. I have heard of him, Sorry, yes. Who, who's yeah. that? Mike Cavino. <laughs> Mike Cavino, Vince Lombardi. <laughs> Denzel, Washington. Denzel Washington. What do they all have yeah. in common? <laughs> St. Mary's basketball, Mahersha Ali, who was in kicks. Yes, he oh, was. it's such a small world. Yeah. Kyle, we just heard from Michael. 
You went to Caen, or the Cannes Film yes, Festival. Yes, thank you. You get the movie in the Cannes, and yep. hopefully you can take it to Cannes. What was that like, being with all the hoi ploy and everyone there? Yeah, no, I mean, that was that was insane. I mean, we, in, in order to get into Cannes, what you do is you make a DVD of your movie, and you put it in an envelope, and you mail it to France. And that's literally... <laughs> that's the, all you got to do? That's what you do. And then you just sit and wait. <laughs> and then you call the office of the one number they put on the website, and you just go, uh, have you received the thing? And they're like, who are you Wait, wait, wait. You call like... Yeah, so when we got the call, it was it was crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. I imagine you down there, you look very Mediterranean. Yeah, so yeah, people yeah. come up to you speaking French or Italian, right? So if I go to Europe, Italians come up to me and start speaking Italian. Mm-hmm. And then I go, I, I go uh, I'm so sorry, like, I don't speak Italian. And then they go, they go, you're lying. <laughs> they, 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 and then I go, no, I, I, I really, io non parlo italiano. And then they're like, uh, and I'll say it with like a decent accent. Yeah. And they'll be like. You're, you're lying to me. You just don't want to talk to me. And they'll say, Vafanculo. Va, 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 oh, Vangulo. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What uh, Do you know where your uh, family's from, from yeah. Italy? Yeah, yeah. It's a little village. Well, I have um, Sicily on one side, okay. and then the other one, this little village outside of um, Avellino. It's called Andretta. Wow. It's like kind of east of Naples. It's in the mountains. They wow. used to ride donkeys. Wow. Is that in the Abruzzo? That's the uh, kind of stark, hilly region yeah, it's south like, of Lazio. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely south of Lazio. It's sort of in this, um, basically this village. I found out recently because my father found this barber. He walked into this barber shop, and he looked at and he, and he's like, hey, I need a haircut. And the guy's like, you have no hair. He's like, ah, my beard. <laughs> <laughs> Sits down the chair. He looks up. He sees an Andretta sign. He's like, Andretta? Uh... And he goes, yeah, that's my village. And the guy's from there. So now we've f- since found everything out and basically that village they were fleeing um it's like a village that was formed when they were fleeing persecution from the romans oh my god so they went up into the mountains and then they formed this little community up there anyway that's so amazing Uh, i'll one of my favorite books i've ever read and i've recommended many times is called the miracle at castel del sangro and an american guy an older guy doesn't know anything about soccer and he goes to the abruzzo in a little mountaintop town called uh, castel del sangro which means the castle of blood the sanguine blood but it's one of the most amazing books, and it's a great book about small-town Italian culture, oh, too. So I'm here for book uh, recommendations, right. Kyle. That's awesome. <laughs> Who has the option on that book? Yeah, Let's go make it. Go get it. Yeah. Oh, you got to make that movie. It's amazing. A couple more questions for uh, Michael Angelo Covino and Kyle Marvin about the climb. The, um, I would imagine already doors are opening. What's your next project? Like, I don't think you're going to need a Kickstarter for the next one, Kyle. No, I think we're, I think we're in pretty good shape at the moment. What has been maybe the, some of the shoulders that you've rubbed? I mean, are you going to Hollywood parties now and all this? Yeah. You're sitting down with and Michelangelo with Leo, Leonardo. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. That would be good. Well, Mike, yeah. got to, Mike got to star in a Tom Hanks, in a movie with Tom <laughs> Hanks recently. So that's, that's, oh, uh, that's that was crazy. direct shoulder rubbing. What was that all about? It was so I, I before actually before the movie. Um, anyway, I, I auditioned for this movie because like after the movie we got agents mm. and the agent was like, "Go to this audition." <laughs> right. And uh, it was this Paul Greengrass western with Tom Hanks. Wow. I play a villain, and I, I ended up going out to New Mexico for about a month to shoot that. It wow. Was one of the cooler. You're getting typecasted now, huh? Yeah, yeah. The I'm bad, bad guy. guy. <laughs> just the villains everywhere. It's fine. I'll take it. Always the villain. If it pays money, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> so I would imagine too, Kyle, you're you're kind of the sweet guy. 
in this, right? In this, So, so yes. the girls are like, aw, Kyle. Have you gotten any of that yet? <laughs> well, I'm happily married, and I have two daughters. So most that's of not, the, That's not his question. Most his of question the wasn't, Kyle. are you happily married? His question was, are <laughs> girls coming on that? to you after The answer the is no. I think girls like a bad boy more than the aw, Kyle. <laughs> All right. Well, the other thing, too, I think with, with um, a film is that a lot of times people, and I've been told, it's, um, you know, they'll watch it for the plot, and they'll watch it for the stars, and they'll watch it for the locale. But being likable is a huge thing. And it's like, I don't even like this plot, but I like you or I like you. So I'm going to keep watching. Were you kind of aware of that? Like even your character, when he's like being kind of a pain, he's still someone that the crowd is like rooting for. Yeah, I think it was just about uh, them being like truthful characters more than likable, because I don't think my character's likable at all. But I do think he's pathetic in some mm-hmm. ways. So like, was I that think... you with the helmet taking the nosedive? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no stunt man. That, that's my high school. That's your Chris helmet. Farley. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's I it. also, I also, I think I slightly concussed myself when I did that because I came up with a bloody chin, and it was, I, I got there, we got there on set, and I was like, cool. So where'd you guys get this prop table? And they're like, that's an IKEA table. I go, <laughs> I go, what? I go, you guys? Yeah, they go, yeah. We couldn't afford a prop table. I go, so what? What are you doing? They go. Oh, we loosen the, the bolts. I go, you loosen the bolts and I key it to him. You want me to face plan into it? They're like, yeah. And he did a couple times. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was more than one cut? No, but I, did, I had to do multiple takes. Ah, oh, yeah. oh, my gosh. All right. Well, I want to remind everybody, by the way, we've been speaking with Michelangelo Cavino and Kyle Marvin. Uh, they were already in the movie business. Now they're really, really in the movie business because their movie, The Climb, which has been at Toronto and Telluride and Cannes and Sundance, hopefully South by Southwest, is going to open locally at the uh, Landmarks Embarcadero Theater. It's a, a great venue over here just down the street from where we are. That's on March 27th. April 3rd, it'll be in Pleasant Hill at the Century 16, AMC Saratoga, San Rafael Film Center in San Rafael. April 10th will be at uh, Stonestown out at the uh, mall there in uh, San Francisco. For more information, where should people go? Uh, follow us on Instagram, at The Climb Film. We post there all the time. It's just Kyle and I, and it's 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 insanity. Oh. We just sort of re- post whatever we want. Oh. Like, <laughs> what about, uh, what about Twitter? Uh, oh, yeah, at The Climb Film. Uh, at Twitter. The Climb Film. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I think. We're over there. Yeah, we, we do. We, we just double post whatever we do on Instagram. Okay. But we're going to get real active on Twitter. We'll on as Twitter. Of today. All right. Yeah, let's come out, take a picture. We'll tweet it out. And you guys got to get on your bikes, right? Yeah, yeah, we're going to ride out. It's great meeting you. Congratulations on the Thank film. You. Thank great you so stuff. much. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Bar. I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 
That's 800-403-5912. Nobody thinks twice about getting a second opinion on a doctor or a lawyer. But what about when you need somebody to work on your home, like an electrician, landscaper, or plumber? Somebody doing major work on your pipes definitely calls for a second opinion. So next time you get a recommendation on a pro, get a second opinion at Angie's List. As the authority on local pros, we offer thousands of reviews, plus business info, offers, and photos. Just go to Angie'sList.com. Hey, you want to feel great about who you're hiring, and we second that opinion. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003, 800-485-6003, 800-485-6003, 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Don't go out to eat. Go out to Ida at Chili's. Chicken or shrimp fajitas are now on three for ten. So hear that chicken sizzle. Ooh, yummy. Or that shrimp sizzle. They sound so similar. People laughing and having fun. Uh, Hey, Gary, maybe take it down a notch? It's a bit much. Sorry. Just kidding, Gary. Live your truth. (laughs) Go out to Ida at Chili's for three for ten. That's a starter, fajita, and Coke, all for ten bucks. Together, we Chili's. At participating restaurants only, price may vary in Hawaii. I'm just a caveman. Your world frightens and confuses me. Rick Tittle wants to hear from you. The phone call is free, y'all. Just dial 1-800-878-PLAY to get yourself on the air right now. Call him up now, lazy ass. 1-800-878-PLAY. But I don't think you should be butting in when I'm talking to my team. You're my assistant, okay? You're supposed to back me up and go get me juice boxes when I tell you. Now go get me a juice box. You know who you're talking to. I'm talking to the juice box guy. You're crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm just thirsty. Why don't you go to hell? No, you go to hell. While you're there, why don't you grab me a juice box? I'm no juice box boy, I'll tell you that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. All right, thanks for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, Coast to Coast. And uh, Ron Barr, the man that started it all, he's... uh, He's in studio, so I said, Ron, take a seat, throw on a pair of headphones. How are you doing, Ron? I'm doing well. What do you think about, um, you know, now that the combine is is done, and, of course, in football we put the emphasis on the second syllable. It's not offense, defense, <laughs> and combine. It's offense, defense, combine. Um, it's an underwear Olympics thing. They measure wrist size and, of course, a three-cone drill. But in the end, what you want is to see – how people actually play football. So how much do you put into all that stuff? Probably about 50%. I mean, you can measure certain things when it comes to Mm -hmm. talent. 50, that's pretty high. Yeah, but you can't measure things like heart, instinct, uh, Mm -hmm. 
you know, somebody that really will step in and keep driving and driving and driving. Those are the things you don't know. You can't measure until you get them into a game situation. That's a good observation on your part. But I think, you know, how you run, uh, how you cut, all the technical things they look for in football, you can certainly see them. And because you've seen so many of these things over the years as a coach or a player, that you can measure it. I'll give you an example. When I was doing Stanford football, I knew that uh, um, Ken Marjoram, Ken Marjoram, also Darren Nelson. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could go right down the list, uh, of course. And what's his name? The quarterback that came out of there, John Elway. John Elway. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you. You knew they were going to be good at the next level. There was just no doubt about it. You could tell it by the disparity between what they were doing in college against other college players. And then you knew they just happened to have what it took to be successful at the next level. How did you know that Bill Walsh would be a good transition to the NFL? Because a lot of college coaches try and fail. Yeah. And he, of course, didn't get an opportunity to be in the NFL till he was 49 years old. Yeah. Could you imagine if he had been 40 years old wow. with the way National Football Yeah, because the played? Bengals passed over him for Sam Weiss. Well, and, they didn't uh, pass over him uh, for Weiss. It was Johnston that got the job. Uh, instead of Bill Walsh when he was at uh, Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And it was because uh, Coach Brown, when he retired, uh, and I've, I, I've heard this from a number of people, he, they were, he was concerned personally about the fact that Walsh would be successful and it would demean or lessen his career and the way people looked wow. upon it. Same way down at San Diego. Remember, he was assistant coach down there. He thought he was going to get that job, and when he didn't get the job, that's when he took the Stanford job Mm. then. And Al Davis gave him his his start in the NFL. That's right, exactly. But uh, you asked the question about how how did I know. Very simple. He took on a Stanford team, a university that was known more for academics than it was its football. Yeah, it had won a, a Rose Bowl back in the 70s and everything. But I watched him in the two bowl games that I did when I was doing uh, broadcasts for them. I watched him dictate the tempo of the game to the opponent, not react to it. Mm-hmm. I saw him go up against better teams talent-wise and beat those teams. And uh, when you have a coach that's like that, that doesn't just fall into a pattern – and, and with the philosophy that he had that he never had a chance uh, to show that a four-yard run or a four-yard pass was as good as a four-yard run, mm-hmm. you know, and put it all together, I, ju- I just knew he was going to be. And I said to Eddie, if you, hire, if you hire Bill Walsh, I promise you three Super Bowls. Wow. And what was the line from Eddie is that he hired him and then they went to like the Blue Bonnet Bowl and they lost. And he's like, what the hell did I do? I hired this guy. Well, no, they beat Georgia. Oh, they in that beat. Blue, blue okay. what, what, was, happened, what, what happened in that game? <laughs> and I, I can tell you because I was there. I, they win the game 25-22. Mm. Uh, Georgia comes out and they go up. Uh, what do they go up? 15 to nothing in the end of first half. They come out, take the second half kickoff. And Georgia goes 90 yards, and they're up 22 nothing. In six and a half minutes, Stanford scored 25 points, and they won the game 25-22. Mm. So I said to Bill, since I knew what was going on, we were walking across the field. We stopped in the middle. I said, Bill, what the hell went through your mind when you saw Georgia score that second half touchdown to open it up? He said, Ron, I looked at the scoreboard, and all I could see were dollar signs flying out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Barr is with us, Rick Tittle and Sports Byline. Eddie D., your friend, has been pardoned yes. now by the, the president, and uh, that was a big deal for him. Yeah. Jerry Rice flew out. I believe Charles Haley flew out. Um, Ronnie Lott. Ronnie Lott uh, as well. And um, for the most part, people thought, you know, uh, 
we had moved on. He got into the Hall of Fame. But for him, this was a big thing to get this off his record. Yeah, I think anybody that has had their life stained to any degree, sure. and I think you could say that. The one thing is, you got to remember, uh, I came to San Francisco when Eddie came to San Francisco. I came down from San Fran- uh, from Seattle where I was on television up there, and I got to know the name DeBartolo because they were trying to build a shopping center catty-corner to my house up there. And so when I met him at the, the owner's meetings, he only was a little bit over 30 years old. Wow. Uh, it's like Jed now. Yeah, yeah ex- exactly. And uh, he bought that team for under $16 million. And so he didn't really know how to to run a football team. He was smart enough to bring in John McVay, to bring in Bill Walsh, to bring in good people. And he was a very emotional, a little bit over 30-year-old guy. I mean, he hired, he fired Bill Walsh a couple of times. Only the next day, called him and said, "Don't, don't, don't worry about it." You know. <laughs> right. And the great uh, story about George Seifert is George uh, is a guy that was his. He won the other two Super Bowls already. Uh, was <laughs> that he loves fishing, and George went out fishing in the off season one day in his boat, and it almost sank. The next day, there was a Boston Whaler, new Boston Whaler boat in his driveway. Wow. <laughs> Where does Carmen Policy fit into all this? Because he wasn't traditionally a football man. He was more of Eddie's uh, business was, Well, he was a lawyer, a criminal mm-hmm. lawyer. He, uh, Carmen was in here and told me a great story. They both grew up in Youngstown, Ohio. Right, he was one, his friend, right? Yeah, one on one side of the tracks, the other on the other side of the tracks. Mm-hmm. And Carmen uh, went to law school, uh, Georgetown. And he told me when he got into law, he says, you know, I went back to Youngstown. And if you know anything about the history of Youngstown, you know it was, you know, yeah, who knows? Mob, mob ties. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and in one of his first cases when he was a young lawyer, he said, he said yeah, I'll take the case. He goes into court. <laughs> he hears the, the, the bailiff or somebody read the, the, the crimes or what he was been charged. Double murder. <laughs> <laughs> He said, what the hell did I get into? And if I lose this case, what's going to happen to me? Wow. Uh, What is um, the situation now with, because we know that when this whole thing went down in Louisiana, Eddie gave things to Denise and the York family, and now Jed um, runs it, and they make a lot of money, and they have a new stadium. They're doing very well. Of course, they just were in the Super Bowl as well. Is Eddie around the team? No. He's not. Not Is he still not allowed? He sold the team to his sister. But does he does he does he go to games? Or? Um, occasionally, when there's a okay. reason to, if they're honoring the uh, 25th anniversary okay. of a Super Bowl, or if somebody is being put into the 49ers Ring of Honor, or or that sort of thing, mm-hmm. uh, he is. And, and just to clarify it, after the whole Louisiana situation came down, they didn't throw him out of the league. They just kind of suspended him for a year. Mm. And so what he did was he sold the team to his sister, and he, as I understand it, he sold it. Uh, I mean, you can imagine if you paid a little bit under $16 million, what he got for it at that time. And he made a very smart uh, decision uh, in that he decided to take stock in Simon Company uh, instead of the cash. And that stock went to a billion and a half. Wow. So, I mean, he, he's very smart business. But what I love about him, I, I, look, I've known him for 42 years. We have talked every Christmas Eve. We talk other times. Every Christmas Eve. Um, we talk, uh, and I've, I've just known him. I've known, I've yelled and screamed at him because I said, you can't do that. And our friendship solidified early on when I said to him, you have nothing I need. Mm-hmm. And that friendship, and he has said to me, "You've oh, if you take a look out on the wall, what he said to me, you've always been there. And uh, and, and that's so very true. I, I, I love him. I, I, you know, I don't think you judge people 
all their whole life on one thing. No, or, of course or not. Else. No. His uh, when I was at St. Mary's College, his twin girls were yes. a few years behind me. Well, it wasn't his. Uh, he doesn't have twin girls, but he has. Oh, I thought they were twins. Are the they twins one year are, older? Are, are Denise's two girls, and he has uh, he has three daughters. He has three daughters, but they're not twins. Well, they're DeBartolos, so they must not oh, have been twins. Yeah, well, because the they're not Yorks. So, but one of them went on. To, she has her own like um, Hollywood production company now, or something. Or well, one has a music company, and the other one. Or is it a music company? Yeah, maybe music that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, but they're not twins. That's all I'm. <clears> okay, maybe yeah. one was a year older than the other one. Then maybe. Um, this was the '80s. It was, a, it was a while ago. <laughs> How much of that do you remember? <laughs> uh, a little bit. Um, what's the situation with with Joe Montana? And for a while there, there was some bad blood about him having to go to Kansas City, kind of like Allen Marcus Allen when he went to Kansas City, and it was like Joe wasn't going to come back, and then he did come back. Is everybody hunky dory now yeah. again? I mean, you have to understand um, it's an emotional business. And if it's Eddie or whether it's Joe Montana or any other player, remember Marcus Allen <laughs> with the Raiders and yeah. what that situation was like. But no, fine. And also think about Joe's personality. It's really low-keyed. It really is. I mean, he's not somebody that gets into that type of stuff. And I think he looked at the long, long term. He was a Midwest guy, grew up in Pennsylvania, of course. Uh, one thing I did not know is that he got offered a scholarship in basketball. Yeah. Uh, he was a star at Ringgold High School. Yeah, back there. he yeah. was a great basketball player. So everything is good. I mean, you, the thing I love about Green Bay Packers or any of those dynasty type of teams, the closeness of those players over the years. I mean, I got invited uh, to the 25th anniversary of the first Super Bowl uh, and he also brought in the other Super Bowl players as well. Mm-hmm. And just being around them and listening to them and everything, it was it was unbelievable. One final question for you here before we go to the break. I don't think that when you think about the camaraderie and brotherhood, especially uh-huh. before free agency, I don't think that was ever more like in, in our eyes than what happened with Dwight Clark and everyone going up to Montana one last time. I mean, you talk about a brotherhood and people knowing they were never going to see him again and crying, and then Matt Mayoko put a little book together. Right. It was a, it was a it was a big deal. Yeah, and I found that with the Green Bay Packers to be the same way with those type of teams. Uh, you're absolutely right, but you have to understand, Eddie was Italian, and being Italian, family is everything. Mm-hmm. And he treated that. I mean, uh, Bill once said to me, I get so angry with him because Eddie would sit down at the lunch table at training camp, and they he'd negotiate a deal with a guy paying him more. And Bill understood that if you paid this player this much, everybody else was going to be at the lineup <laughs> at the door. Right. You know. But didn't, you, didn't he fly the whole team to Hawaii? Oh yeah, that was yeah. one of that was uh, one of the trips. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, everybody's birthday was always remembered. Not just players. I'm talking. And if yeah, I, I mean, I could tell you stories. I saw him one time uh, uh, at Candlestick. He some kids, African American kids, came up to him and wanted his autograph. There might have been fifteen or twenty of them. And he says, uh, are you guys going to the game? And he said, they said, kids, we don't have tickets. He turned to his guy and says, give them tickets. They said, also, give them $20 each to eat. Wow. That is pretty cool. <laughs> All right, Ron, what do you got on the show tonight? Well, we, uh, I think everybody knows the name Earnhardt. Sure. Kelly Earnhardt, who is Dale's daughter, has a book out, and she runs JR Motorsports. And then Julie uh, Ertz is going to be on oh, with us great. as well. Yeah. So we'll be talking World champion. Some... Yes, exactly. So it's wow. going to be a great show tonight. Very good. All right, Ron, thanks for Thank stopping you. by. Ron Barr, everybody. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come on back and close it out. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching?
Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 800-439-7851 If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491 That's 800-593-7491 When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedar sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. To me, it's like a mountain, a vast bowl of pus.
Rick Tittle beats his servants. All right. Uh, thank you for that. A really big show. And uh, we'll do another big show tomorrow. How about that? Um, the Cincinnati Bengals have the number one overall pick. And they are going to, of course, draft Joe Burrow. I think we can all agree on that. Can we or can we not? I think we can. But they are going to go to the pro days. Also, not just Joe Burrow, but Tua Tagovailoa and Justin Herbert as well. And the reason is, is because you have to do your homework, you do diligence, whatever. And you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to unfold. Crazy stuff happens during the draft. What happens if someone comes to you and says, we want to move down one spot and give you all our stuff? Then you have to be ready to draft the next guy. So this is why they're doing it. And I think it's smart just in case. (laughs) You want to make sure that you do that. All right, by the way, uh, on the Twitter, you can see my picture with Adam Ray. He's at the punchline. And also the guys from The Climb, Michelangelo Cavino and Kyle Madsen. By the way, their Twitter has 10 followers right now. So maybe we'll try and pump that up a little bit. Thanks for tuning in. Coming up next is Sports Talk right here on Sports Byline USA. Man, I hope we don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.